Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Macro Compass. Before we start, a quick and exciting announcement. Starting this week, I will be kicking off the Macro Education Series here on Substack. I will publish short and educational pieces covering the bond market, monetary mechanics, portfolio construction, risk management, and much, much more. It will be, and it will forever remain, free. I'm looking forward to share some educational macro insights with this nice community of Substack at the Macro Compass. Now, back to the piece. And when the yield curve flattens, guys, and eventually inverts, that's when you worry. But it's when a recession hits, the Fed panic cuts interest rates, and the curve steepens, that you become shit scared. Yield curve dynamics represent a crucial macro variable because they inform us on today's borrowing and credit conditions, but also on the market future expectations for growth and inflation. So if we have an inverted yield curve, that often leads towards a recession because it chokes the real economy off with tight borrowing conditions through high front-end yields, which are then reflected in weak expectations for future growth and inflation through lower long-dated yields. So the combination of high front-end yields and lower long-dated yields gives birth to an inverted yield curve, which often leads us towards a recession by choking off the real economy in the first place, while a steep yield curve instead signals accessible borrowing conditions, low front-end yields, which then feed into expectations that economic growth and inflation will be solid down the road and ends higher long-dated yields. So the combination leads to a steeper yield curve, which generally is associated with a better growth environment and a more positive macro cycle. But its rapid changes in the shape of the yield curve and how they happen through the yield curve at different stages of the cycle that are the key macro variable to understand and incorporate in your portfolio allocation process. That's why in this piece, we will quickly walk you through the different yield curve regimes out there from bull steepening to bear steepening, bull flattening and bear flattening. What do they mean? Why are they important for the macro cycle? Analyze 50 plus years of asset class returns through these different yield curve regimes and growth regimes. Assess what is the most likely combination of growth and yield curve shape regime we stand in today and what the labor market is telling us about the macro cycle, and finally conclude with our actionable investment strategy. The first chart you see in this article is a graphic example of what a bull flattening, bull steepening, bear flattening, or bear steepening actually means. So please use that as a graphic support while I walk you through each of these cases. And let's start from the top right with bull flattening. There you see that yields come down, they're lower, but the long end is leading the move. So yields come down, but the curve is also flatter. That happened in 2016, where Fed funds were basically at 0%, and we had weak global growth. At that point, yields at the front end can only come down a tiny bit, but it's at the very long end that yield can meaningfully reflect the weak global growth environment and hence, the curve bull flattens because yields come down, but it's the front, the long end of the yield curve that moves the most. 
in the bottom left scenario, bull steepening, in early 2021, we got that move with growth that was supportive. So the Fed basically was trying to keep rates pinned at 0% and stimulating via QE. The economy was also flooded with fiscal stimulus and ready for reopening. So the massive upcoming growth boost would only be reflected a bit at the long end of the yield curve through higher long-end yields, but two-year interest rates were pinned down and coming down because the Fed was forcing them to be very low. So the curve will steepen because front-end yields came in lower, but long-dated yields were reflecting this strong boost from fiscal stimulus and reopening, so the curve could steepen a bit. That was a bull steepening of the curve. Bear flattening instead happens, and that's in our charting example, the top right. When yields are going up, and it's higher front-end yields that are leading, while long-end yields can only move up a tiny bit, and so the curve flattens, it bear flattens. And 2022 was the bear flattening year. Powell raised rates aggressively to fight inflation. He ended up choking the economy off. So his interest rate hiking cycle was reflected through higher front-end rates, but lower future growth and inflation expectations at the long end of the curve saw the curve flattening. So front-end rates went higher, but the curve ended up bear flattening. Finally, the most rare case of all, which is bear steepening where you have higher front-end yields and steeper curves, which means that rates are going higher and it's at the long end that they're going higher the fastest. 2009 is a period where that happened. The worst of the great financial crisis was behind us and what I call the monetary mechanics illiterate investors were afraid that QE would lead to runaway inflation, that the Fed would be forced to start acting on it. That's when front-end yields moved a bit higher, reflecting the Fed action, but it was the long-end yields that took most of the hit because investors mistakenly bumped up the inflation risk premium. They thought runaway inflation would happen and it would reflect in higher long-dated yields as investors would require more compensation to buy long-dated bonds when inflation was running out of hand because of QE. That was obviously wrong, but that was the reason why the curve bear steepened. So yields went higher and the curve steepened as well. Those are the four main yield curve regimes. But it's rapid changes in the shape of the yield curve when growth is at turning points in the macro cycle. These are the key variables to consider for a successful asset allocation process. Now, we looked at 50 plus years of cross-asset returns through different growth environments and yield curve regimes that we just discussed. And the table at the bottom of the article is what we found. There is a lot of information in that table and the implications are crucial for your portfolio allocations. So in the remaining part of the article, we will take a deep dive into these 50 plus years of asset classes returns through different yield curve regimes and macro regimes, assess where we stand today what is the labor market telling us on the growth cycle, on the macro cycle? What's the yield curve doing and why? And finally, put all of this together, concluding with our actionable investment strategy. If you're eager to read the remaining part of the macro report, come join the Macro Compass premium platform. 
you'll get access to my full-length, timely pieces, the actionable investment strategy that comes from it, and much, much more. You can check out which subscription tier suits you the most using the link at the end of the article. I will talk to you guys again very soon.